Mumshine podcast. I'm Carly, a new mum, co-creator of the Mumshine movement and a lifestyle and mindset mentor for mums. If you've ever doubted yourself as a mum, found yourself wondering if what you're feeling and experiencing is normal, lost some of your confidence and even lost a little of yourself, then you are not alone and that's exactly why this podcast was born. We talk about all things motherhood, nothing is off limits. We'll explore practical ways of overcoming our challenges and how to keep kicking ass at being a mum, all while taking care of our own mind, body and soul too. So if you're a modern mum who needs to get a little bit of me back, come and join me on this journey of growth and discovery while taking care of ourselves and feeling super inspired by some real and authentic stories. Let's dive in and do this, mama. Hey mamas, what's up? You are with Carly for another episode of the Mama Shine podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're all having an awesome week and just enjoying this kind of December Christmas sort of vibe that is around at the moment. And look, if you're anything like me, and I say this every year, but where the hell has this year gone? And I just can't believe that already we're not just talking about Christmas, but it is like 20 or 21 days away. And that absolutely blows my mind. I feel like the older I get, the quicker the years go. And I mean, now that I've got a baby, like, holy crap, this has legit been the quickest almost seven months of my life. And I just, yeah, I, I can't believe that we're in December and that we're we're talking Christmas. And I went to the shops today to to tackle a little bit of Christmas shopping and to take my daughter to meet Santa for the first time. And do you know what? I was so, I was really unsure how she was going to go because sometimes around new people, she kind of just looks at them and then sort of has a little bit of a cry, but she was so excited and she just loved pulling on his big beard, but you know, hey, what kid or what baby wouldn't love pulling on that big, jolly white fluffy beard? (laughs) Anyway, I'm not here to talk about Santa or Father Christmas. We are here to talk about the things that no one prepares you for when becoming a mum for the first time. And So last week we tackled part one and, you know, talked about all things labor, birth and those days thereafter. So this time we are going to chat about the things that I certainly wasn't prepared for when I became a mum. And, you know, as most of you girls know, I'm a first time mum. My daughter's only seven months old. So a lot of this kind of stuff that I'm going to talk about is still really fresh in my mind. And, you know, I know that when when I was pregnant, I focused so heavily on what I was going through day to day in that pregnancy. And I guess I prepared as as much as I could for the labor and the birth. But as we know, nothing can prepare you for that. But then all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, I'm a mum, and I need to have all this stuff figured out yesterday. But so, so quickly, I learned that no one actually has it all figured out. And we're just winging it and we're doing the best that we can to keep our babies alive and to keep ourselves as sane as we can. And people often said to me during the pregnancy, nothing can prepare you for becoming a mum. And they're absolutely right. I think as unprepared as I was, like no level or nothing that I did could have actually prepared me for this anyway. This week, in this last week, we've had a lot of conversation about this in the Mama Shine Tribe group over on Facebook. And I think it's really helped a lot of mums, me included, just to see and to realize that we're not alone. And 
to sort of know that those things that we're going through or the feelings that we've had, whether, whether we're experiencing them now or we have in the past, like those things are completely normal and no one's got it figured out perfectly all the time. We all have days where, you know, some days we're like, we're on fire, we're unstoppable and everything is just going so well. And then the next day can be the total opposite. It's an absolute roller coaster. It's like a, a literal, <laughs> a literal roller coaster of emotions, but it's so incredible at the same time. So today, much like last week, I'm going to share the six things that I was most unprepared for. So the first thing, I was totally unprepared for how I was going to feel about my body. And I knew that my body was going to change. Like that is a given. I guess I don't have that type of body that just that I expected to bounce back. Like I never expected I would would bounce back to my pre-pregnancy shape, certainly not quickly anyway. So I accepted that really early on. But knowing that, it didn't stop me from looking at myself and, you know, looking at my body early on and just thinking, holy shit, is this what I'm left with? Who the hell am I? Am I ever going to feel and look normal again? And in those probably first couple of weeks, I was so swollen after the birth and I had experienced a lot of swelling during the pregnancy anyway. And I guess quite naively, I expected that, you know, as soon as the baby was born, it was just going to go away. But in saying that, a lot of people had told me that it would. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I was so wrong. It got so much worse for me. And um, yeah, as I said, it was probably for about two weeks after the birth that it was really, really bad. And I would look at my face and I would just be like, oh my God, my face was just so, um, so round. And I felt like unrecognizable. And for those first couple of weeks, especially, I was trying to come to terms with this new skin that I'd found myself in. Like I didn't recognize myself in the mirror. And I I actually felt like I was a stranger in my own body. Like I had no I didn't know this this body that I was in. And, you know, we go through so much when we're pregnant and we watch our our body change. And then all of a sudden, you know, like the the baby comes out and we're just left feeling, I mean in my case, pretty damn uncomfortable. And oh man, it was so hard to begin with. And I know this is a huge thing for a lot of new mums and and it's something that a lot of us struggle with. And if you're going through this now or if you've been through this or, or maybe you're about to go through this, know that you're not alone. And as the weeks and, and days go by, the swelling and that starts to go down and bellies start to shrink back and, and even vaginas, they slowly start to feel normal again. But there are some changes to our bodies and and some things that just don't go back to the way that they were before. And now I guess it's up to us to try and embrace that. You know, I'm talking more stretch marks, thicker thighs, maybe C-section scars, bigger tummies, hips and boobs. And for some of us, this is the new normal and it can definitely take some time to accept that. But the most important thing is to acknowledge what our bodies have just done and to understand that there is no rush to change any of this. Like our bodies spend nine months growing, nourishing, and then we finally birth this tiny little human. So it's expected that it's going to take some time to recover, right? And like in a lot of ways, I sort of look at this as like, well, I'm never going to have my pre-baby body back. And that's because I'm never going to be pre-baby again. 
once you've had a baby, you are totally transformed and you step into this beautiful, incredible new body that is so much stronger and so much more powerful than you ever knew that it was. Like going through birth, you kind of go, wow, now I have done things that I never dreamed I could do. And there's no going back from that, but there is a way forward. And the moment that you choose to show your body the love and the respect and the appreciation that it deserves for those incredible things that it's done, then that's when you can start to move forward and truly start to feel comfortable in the new skin that you're in and really love the body that you're in. And this is something that I work on with mums in my coaching programs all the time because I know that it is so much easier said than done. Believe me, I know. For me, it was so important that I make peace with my body um, really early on because I'd made a pact with myself and I said the moment that I knew I was having a girl, I was like, I made this promise to myself that I was never, ever going to speak negatively about my body in front of my daughter. So I had to make sure, like, and I wanted to make sure that I addressed any sort of old habits that you know, where I wasn't kind to myself and I didn't didn't speak to my body or treat my body well. I wanted to address that stuff really early because our babies are like sponges between birth and seven years old. And that's when they start to actually form their beliefs. And a huge part about how we feel about our bodies is learn from the people that we're closest to. So I wanted to make sure that from the absolute youngest possible age that my daughter only ever hears me speaking about my body with love because that's how I want her to to speak about her body. And I want her to view her body as such an incredible, um, an incredible temple. And, and that starts with me. So that's why it was so important for me to really make peace with, you know, this new skin, this new skin that I was in. The second thing that nobody prepared me for, and well, they kind of did prepare me for it, but I guess I still wasn't prepared for how hard it actually is. And yes, everyone tells you that it's hard. And I know that I went in expecting that, yep, it's going to be hard at some times, but nothing can prepare you just quite how hard it is. It's not just the sleep deprivation or trying to figure out what this crying little baby wants and needs from you. It goes a lot deeper than that. And that's probably the part that I didn't expect. It was the emotional stuff that really caught me off guard Oh, and of course the baby blues, which was probably somewhere around day two or day three um, from memory where I just literally cried nonstop for a whole day. (laughs) Um, But that's all part of it. Yeah, those emotions in those first few weeks in particular for me were just up and down, up and down, up and down. And it's probably a combination of sleep deprivation, the hormones still raging and that little tiny fact that life has just changed pretty fucking dramatically. And it really tested my husband and I big time because he felt every single emotion that I felt and a whole bunch of his own too. And it's something that I feel like we don't really talk about enough is is how tough it is from our partner's perspective. And in the very near future, I'm actually going to bring him onto the podcast and I'm going to talk to him about his experiences in those first couple of months because, yeah, there were definitely things that, that he struggled with. There was a point where... He actually thought that our daughter hated him because when he'd get home from work um, about six, six o'clock or so, that was pretty much the exact time that she would hit her witching hour and she would like just enter meltdown mode and she'd just lose her shit for an hour or so. And he didn't 
sort of know that that was a thing and, and he took it really, really personally. Like he would stand there with his head in his hands and he'd just be like, what the hell am I doing wrong? I think it was a bit of a fall from grace for him because in this, in the first few days of her life, he had proclaimed himself the baby whisperer because, you know, he was able to settle her so easily and so quickly. But what we didn't realize at that point was that's just a thing, you know, newborns, they are super, super sleepy and yeah, pretty, pretty easy for that first week. And I guess we sort of thought, wow, we've struck gold here. We've got the perfect little baby, but you know, reality hadn't quite set in yet. And when it did, it hit hard and, you know, it still is hard at times. I mean, just yesterday when I was trying to prepare for this episode, I I found myself in tears because like I had this kind of plan, I suppose, and and Layla just wouldn't go down for a nap and she didn't want to bottle and I, yeah, I just didn't know what to do. But we're not even seven months into our journey of being parents yet. This is totally brand new to us. We've We've never done it before and we're still learning every single day. And I think no matter how many children you have now, at one point it was still new to you. And but now I guess you can kind of look back and you can realize how far you've come. And it's such an adjustment, which is putting it mildly, (laughs) but it's like anything new in your life. It eventually becomes normal and you kind of you adjust to that at that new normal. But as we're finding out now. You know, just when you think that you've got the the kid or the baby figured out, they throw this totally random curveball into the mix and you kind of go, okay, shit. <laughs> I really thought I knew, I really thought I knew how to deal with this, but yeah. The third thing that I wasn't really prepared for was that everyone is a bit of an expert and they want to share all their advice with you. Now, I truly believe that most people, they mean well when they do this. You know, there's the odd ones that are going to judge your ways and judge your decisions. And you know what? That's totally fine. But I like to think that most people who do this, they they want to give you advice and they do so because they actually want to help you. But it's so important to remember that what might have worked for somebody else is, is not necessarily going to work for you and vice versa. And what's crucial to remember is that everyone is so different and every baby is different. And you know your baby best. Like you might doubt that sometimes, especially in the beginning, but you know your baby best. And the best way that I've found to, you know, to deal with all of this advice and, you know, people telling you, telling you their, their, their tricks and and tips is to listen to what they've got to say, because do you know what? I'm always open to hearing new ways of doing things. And if it works, then amazing. I might try it, but it doesn't mean that, you know, even though I, I listen, like it doesn't mean that I necessarily have to take that advice. So if it doesn't align with me or it doesn't feel right to me, then I might not take that advice. And that's totally fine. Like, but if something does align and it feels good, then yeah, absolutely. I'll take the advice and I'll go and give it a try. And, you know, hopefully it works for us. But if you try to take everyone's advice all the time, then you're going to get to a point where you kind of feel conflicted and probably a bit overwhelmed. And I know that happened to me early on because um, my daughter had had reflux and I, I I was so desperate to to find a way to help her that I listened to every single piece of advice that got thrown at me. And at one point, I just sort of sat there going like, I can't listen to, to anybody else anymore. Like I, I need to just sort of stop and... Um, yeah, because I was feeling really, really conflicted. So I guess what I'm trying to say is listen, be open and take what works for you and just kindly disregard what doesn't work for you. 
The fourth thing that I wasn't prepared for is the mum guilt. Most of us experience the mum guilt in some way at some point and it can come up in so many different ways, like whether it's about returning to work and not being with your baby or maybe on the flip side, staying home and not contributing financially, maybe doubting whether you're doing a good enough job, worried about whether you're giving them healthy enough foods or feeling down because you've missed a milestone. It's such a common experience and I know that for me it tends to come up when I'm making time for myself to do something just for me. But can I just say one thing here? Give yourself a fucking break, mama. One of the reasons that we feel this mum guilt is because we don't believe that we're actually worthy of doing what we really desire to do or making that crucial, crucial time for ourselves. And you know what? If we don't do these things, then it can become easy for us to forget who we are and We forget what matters to us most deep down and that is so dangerous. Like that is such a slippery slope to go down because all of us, we are more than, more than just mum. And I say just mum lightly because we are never just a mum. Okay. But we still have needs and we are still, you know, you are still you deep down and it's okay to still want to be you and to still want to meet your own needs. Like that is totally normal and encouraged if you ask me. Because I know that when I do something that's that's going to care for myself, like whether it's just to go to a cafe and have a quiet coffee by myself or go and get my hair done or go for a walk, whatever it is, I know that I feel so much better. I feel so much happier and I even feel heaps more confident in the decisions that I make for me and my family. When I take that time out for me, I'm not only doing it for me, yes, I am doing it for me first and foremost, but I'm also doing it for my family because when I don't do that, when I leave it too long to take out a bit of time for myself, it comes out in me being grumpy, being snappy and just a pretty shit person to be around and I don't want to be like that and my family don't want me to be like that either. So when I do something for me, I'm doing it for them as well. So give yourself a break, like stop trying to be the perfect mum because the perfect mum doesn't exist. We can't do it all ourselves and we certainly can't do it all alone. It takes a village. So when you need a little bit of time or you want to do something for you, lean on your support network where you can. And you know, like even if it's just your partner, you know, ask for just even if it's 10 minutes or half an hour of time uninterrupted. Just go and spend a few minutes with your thoughts. Give yourself permission to trust your own decisions, knowing that there is more than one way to do things as well. Give yourself permission to take that time when you need it, knowing that you're having a hugely, hugely positive impact on your family too. Okay, I had to stop because Layla woke up and she's now sitting on my lap. So do you know what? I don't know how the rest of this episode is going to go, but hey, I'm going to give it my best shot. (laughs) So I'm sorry if the sounds are a bit different or if you hear a little baby in the background. (laughs) The fifth thing that I just completely wasn't prepared for was that I was going to miss parts of my old life. Things like being able to just have a little bit of time for myself, you know, with my partner, or being able to leave the house on impulse without packing your suitcase, being able to record a podcast <laughs> without getting interrupted. I guess pre-baby, I definitely took all these things for granted. And yeah, sometimes I miss them. I miss being able to sleep in on a Sunday. I miss being able to just like curl up and read a book undisturbed. And I miss spontaneously going out for dinner with my husband. But do you know what? There is so much more that I love about my new life. 
I love waking up to the happiest little smile in the world. And I love nothing more than curling up in bed with her in the morning. And I love the sound of her giggles. And I love watching her learn and do new things. I never imagined that like having everything I ever wanted would make me so damn emotional at times and even make me cry so much. <laughs> but it does. And and that's okay. And you know what? I am learning to sort of say goodbye to routine and predictability because for me that is now a thing of the past. And, you know, even adult conversations about things other than baby poo and spew <laughs> and when they last fed and slept, that might seem like a thing of the past too. And like anything, this new life, it takes time to get used to. But do you know what? It's not forever. Everything is temporary. And as much as, yeah, I do, I miss some aspects of my old life. There is so much that I love and that I am so freaking grateful for every single day that my old life just cannot live up to. And I know that one day I'm going to look back and it will have all passed in the blink of an eye. There's already so much about this new life that sort of feels like it's passing me by. So I am making every, every effort to really embrace this new life, the the good, the bad, the unpredictable. And you know what, just try and live in the moment and be present for as much of it as I can, because it is going by so, so quickly. And the final thing that I wasn't prepared for, and this was such a common, common theme in the Facebook group, was that feeling of kind of feeling forgotten and feeling really lonely. And as I said, this was one of the most common things that you guys said um, on this topic. And I feel you all 100%. I feel you. I feel it in my soul. Because sometimes it feels it feels like you just don't exist anymore because people will always ask you how the baby's doing, but they, they don't necessarily ask how you're doing anymore. They, they don't ask how mum's doing anymore. Whereas when you're pregnant, everyone seems to be asking you, how are you feeling? How are things going? And, um, and that sort of thing. And, and it's like you're front of their mind. But then when the baby comes, it's like it's literally just all about the baby. And, and yes, it should be about the baby because the baby's so special. <laughs> but do you know what? We as mums, we shouldn't be forgotten about because what we've just gone through is so real. And in some cases, it's really fucking traumatic. You know, the recovery, it takes time physically and then then emotionally, like adjusting to this new life with this new little person to care for that is dependent on you for every single little thing. Adjusting to that, that takes time as well. And sometimes I like I still get text messages from people asking how my daughter's doing. And as much as I love that she is so loved and people care for her so much, sometimes I kind of think, well, you're going to ask how I'm doing? Like, you know, I... You know, it's not like a poor me sort of scenario or anything like that. But as mums, we deserve to be nurtured too. And we deserve to be remembered and, and cared for. And especially in those first few months, like the fourth trimester, that is real. That is a real thing. Not just for the baby, but for us mums too. It can be such an isolating experience. I've never felt lonelier than I did in those early days and months when I was up at three or two or three in the morning by myself feeding my daughter and it's so ironic really to feel that way because at that point, like I couldn't remember the last time I was actually alone, but um, I think that feeling is really unexpected for new mums. There's that sense of, of losing yourself and, 
And before you know it, you can kind of get to this point where it's like, who am I anymore? You know, the person that you were only only days, weeks and, and months ago, they seem so far away. And relationships, they can change too. Like friends who haven't had babies before, they just might not get it. They might not understand what you're going through and what you need and, and how you need them to show up for you. And I know that before I had Layla, you know, I was probably one of those people. I just, I didn't get it. And and yeah, stepping into this this role of being a mum has taught me so much. So I guess for for those friends and those people that, that don't get it, I sort of have a lot more compassion now because I think I was one of those people too. Um, so I thought I'd share some of the comments that, that real mums made in the Mama Shine Tribe group about how loneliness impacted them. So mama number one <laughs> said, I think loneliness was a big thing for me and my boy. Everyone was around and there was all of this noise of, is he here yet, etc. But once he was here, the noise stopped. And another mum said, I don't think you can prepare anyone for losing the sense of yourself and the loneliness. The people you thought would always be there dropped off. I lost and found myself all at the same time when I became a mother. And then another mum said, no one prepared me for the loneliness of becoming a mother. I've been lucky to find a close group of friends all in the same life stage and kids the same age, which helped me so much. New life, new friends, new me. But I basically waved goodbye to my old self after having my first and then got lost along the way, stumbling stumbling to find this new version of myself. And although I hadn't changed, everything had changed. And that made me a completely different person, which was both scary and overwhelming. So yeah, it can be lonely, but it doesn't last forever. You might feel that sense of not knowing who you are anymore. And that doesn't last forever either. I can promise you that. This is, this is you stepping into that, this incredible, beautiful new version of yourself a version of yourself that you haven't been before. And because you haven't been that person before, it takes time to to get to know and get comfortable with this new part of you. But know that you're still you, okay? So don't ever lose sight of that. You are still you, but you're a more powerful and a way more freaking amazing version of you. And at the start, it might not feel like it, but you can reconnect to those parts of you that you feel like you've lost. And for me, I... I focused on doing the things that made me feel like me. I focused on the positive friendships and all the positive relationships that were in my life and I leaned on my support network as as much as I could. And as lonely and isolating and even terrifying at points as this experience of becoming a mum can be, it is also the most exciting and magical and rewarding experience. So... If you have just listened to this and you're not yet a mum, don't be scared because this is such an incredible new season that you are about to step into. Or maybe if you've just become a mum, you have just stepped into this incredible new season and started this new chapter. And do you know what? Over the last seven months, I never believed more that becoming a mum is when we really step into our true power. That is when we really step into who we're meant to be and we, we start becoming the person that we're, we're really meant to be. And I mean, yeah, I've got to say, I freaking love it. Like I love being a mum, but it took me a while to adjust. It took me a while to kind of come to terms with not having as much time for myself anymore and, you know, not being able to just kind of 
live a life, I guess, on my terms without considering somebody else. And, and that's okay. It's just, it's all about adjusting and, and going with the flow as much as possible, which is something that every day I'm still working on. So there you have it. They are the six things that no one prepared me for about becoming a mum. And I, we managed to get through the rest of this podcast with Layla sitting on my lap. So well done, baby girl. You did a good job. (laughs) So do you know what? I think I'll leave it there for today. Um, Hey, if you're not following us on Instagram, head on over at Mama Shine Movement. And don't forget that Facebook group as well, the Mama Shine Tribe. We are about to do, next week, we're about to start a seven day Mama Mind reset. So this is kind of like a boot camp for your mind. And I'm so excited. We have a new topic each day. I'm going to jump on. I'm going to I'm going to go live each day and I'm going to share with you some of my favorite tools and tips for each of these topics. So I'm really pumped. I can't wait to to get that started next week and that's all from me today. So I hope you have an amazing week, mamas. And do you know what? If you're around on Instagram, if you're on the Facebook group, shoot me a message and just let me know how I can support you in this incredible journey that we're all on. So have a great week and I can't wait to chat with you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode of the Mama Shine podcast. And if you did enjoy this episode, it would mean so much to me if you clicked on subscribe and gave us a five-star review so that we can help even more amazing mamas find this podcast. And if you haven't already joined, head on over to our closed Facebook group, and join our community of incredible mamas at the Mama Shine Tribe. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, mama, you've got this.